No longer an apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. After a terrible week one, we have bounced back in week two. I went 3-0, so each of my teams are 1-1. I'm in a much happier mood now, now that some of my players, uh, you know, let's just say it was a fluke for them in week one. They responded, they balled out this week in all three of my leagues. Going to break down my matchups. Uh, let's get right into it. So my first league, this is the league with Saquon Barkley. Uh, I won 138 to 114. Uh, Mark Andrews had 26. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense had 25. T. Higgins, a nice game with 19. Eckler had 18. So just a solid all-around performance here. Uh, in my money league, we'll call it, um, I won 127.7 to 82. My opponent had uh, under 50 points with Jalen Hurts left on Monday Night Football. He obviously had 33. He's been amazing this season, which I obviously put him on my hate list. So that's something I was wrong about. But in this league, uh, Mark Andrews again, Bucks defense again. Uh, gotta shout out my my guy, uh, Greg Dortch, 15.5 points, picked him up off waivers, very last minute. And then Daniel Jones contributed for 13 points. I'll be switching up quarterbacks in that league, though. And then the league that I lost by .1 points. The Sports Extra League, I have a big week, scoring 140.78 points. We had Christian Kirk for 26 points. We had 23 from Curtis Samuel. We had 26 from Kyler Murray, even though pretty much all in garbage time until they actually won the game. Uh, and then everyone else, I mean, Rams defense had 11. Suckup had 10. Sanders had 11.6. Eckler again, obviously. Um, only one who didn't really perform well was Kyle Pitts. And then or speaking of him, yeah, I gotta say, in this league, I made a big trade. First big trade of the year, I traded Ezekiel Elliott and DJ Moore for Kyle Pitts and Garrett Wilson. Didn't start him this week, but I didn't need to because I won, thankfully. But he had 30 points, 8 receptions, 102 yards, 2 touchdowns. That's a number 10 pick right there. Not only that, he had 14 targets against the Cleveland Browns. This is a number number one receiver in the making for the New York Jets, and I can't believe I'm saying that. So lucky that I got Wilson in the deal because my target here was Kyle Pitts. I don't know why I drafted Zeke. I don't like Ezekiel Elliott as a player, and I sense that problems are coming with DJ Moore, so I said, hey, let me package them for Kyle Pitts, and my guy, Marsalis, uh, I, we posted on Twitter. I heard people's thoughts about it. Um, he also wanted to throw in a receiver for me just to like make it even. And it was between Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. I said, you know what? Give me the rookie. I'll take him. Uh, I think it's a, there's a better shot at that one. And man, is it going to pay out? He's going to go into my starting lineup. Gets me another receiver for some depth here. Uh, because I, both of the receivers I started in Christian Kirk, Curtis Samuel picked up off of waivers because, uh, Keenan Allen was out and then I traded DJ Moore. So those are the matchups this week. I won pretty comfortably in all of them. And it's one and one for all my leagues. We're back to a square one. Let's see how week three goes. Let's get to the naughty or nice list. Going to make this a little bit shorter of an episode. Actually, before I do that, I want to talk about the waivers. And I want to talk about my draft strategy and how I have dominated the waivers so far this year. So players that I've picked up off of waivers that have contributed. Christian Kirk, Curtis Samuel, picked up Rams defense. I don't know who dropped them. Picked up Greg Dortch, started him. I've picked up Julio Jones in almost every league, especially because he's my Chris Godwin backup. And then I believe that is, and then I picked up Jeff Wilson in a league because that's my Elijah Mitchell replacement. But most of these players I picked up off of waivers, guys, are wide receivers. And this is why I hammered home to build that running back depth because in all of my leagues, I have four running backs that can play. 
and I'm trying to wheel and deal right now, and I'm scared to get rid of my fourth running back because what if someone goes down? And then we got bye weeks. It's hard to pick up a running back that you can just throw in there uh, on Sunday to, to, just because you need him. I needed Greg Dorch. I needed someone like that to, to, to play because I wasn't comfortable playing Tyler Boyd or Traylon Burks, and he was great. So you can always get receivers off of waivers. Um, I'm trying to trade for a big receiver right now. I've let people know that. I tried trading for Debo today. Um, I think there was a deal maybe with like Judy and Bateman, a little lower tier deal, but I didn't want to get rid of Miles Sanders. So go get your receivers off of waivers. See who's available. A big one right now. If Keenan Allen stays out, you can get Joshua Palmer, I believe. Uh, I'm not saying this because I'm a Giants fan, but I think Sterling Shepard's a really good add. Uh, Something like Nelson Aguilar had a big game. Uh, so there are dev- and and some Dallas receivers, you know, Noah Brown had a nice game. Michael Gallup's coming back. Who knows if he's available in your league? So keep on the lookout for your receivers for waivers. You can always pick one up and keep your running back depth unless you're really going for a big boy. Uh, now let's get to the naughty or nice list. Let's start with the nice list, and we're gonna start out with my guy Mark Andrews because again, 25.7 points that led all tight ends. This is why I took him second round. Because he's basically a receiver. He had 11 targets against Miami. Nine catches. He's going to be putting up wide receiver one numbers pretty much. But he's at the tight end position. And as we've seen, tight ends have been pretty rough so far. Kyle Pitts has had a hard time. Darren Waller, although he scored a touchdown. um, He's not getting as many targets because of Devontae Adams. Uh, So in my mind, it was either Mark Andrews or Kelsey, or you're waiting until the very end. And the fact that I have Mark Andrews and now that I see the benefit of being able to, because my flex is Antonio Gibson, I'm doing fine. But having that tight end advantage is, I think is going to be so helpful as the season progresses. Uh, And then the nice guy on my nice list that I'm really, really excited about, like so excited, Drake London for the Atlanta Falcons. Really wanted to play him this week, but I was worried about his matchup with Jalen Ramsey, but did he not disappoint? Eight catches, 86 yards, a touchdown. I believe he taught, caught a two-point conversion, 12 targets. And this is a big deal because not only did he do this against one of the best corners in football, but he's getting targets early and he's actually putting up points. Drake London is a wide receiver too right now, guys. He's a number one target for the Atlanta Falcons. Marcus Mariota clearly loves throwing him the ball. Big receiver, and he's doing phenomenal right now. I'm so glad I took a shot on Drake London. And my league that I have him in, the league with Saquon Barkley and Aaron Rodgers, that league, I was worried about my receivers because I have depth, but who's really going to perform well? And Drake London has stepped up, and with Godwin out, he's my number two receiver right now. Super, super hype about that. And then another receiver in this league that stepped up, Amari Cooper. He came back to life. Nice to see him play football again after a down week for his season debut with the Cleveland Browns. He goes and gets nine catches off 10 targets for 101 yards and a touchdown for 25.1 points. Amazing for me to have that. Don't think he's going to do that every week, but he's still Amari Cooper and Jacoby Brissett playing a lot better than we thought he would. So that's three receivers for me with Godwin out that can really do some damage. Very happy that Amari Cooper, because not only is it the fact that they played well, that they gave me some trust in them that I can put them in and just not be worried about it. Uh, and a couple other pickups, uh, the Christian Kirk, Curtis Samuel off waivers. That was super nice. I don't know how Christian Kirk was available, but um, I will surely take it. I can use them to to trade for a big for a bigger receiver, bigger, better receiver. Um, 
But as of now, I mean, Christian Kirk staying in my starting lineup. Curtis Samuel backed up his week one performance. He's getting a lot of touches. Um, that's what I'm saying with the waiver. So I'm very happy with how they did. They combined for 49 for me. And then obviously Garrett Wilson showing that he's probably going to be the number one guy in New York moving forward for the Jets. A uh, huge win with that trade. Uh, the guy, Kyle Pitts, obviously just needs to keep his production up. Uh, and speaking of his name, let's go to the naughty list now. Kyle Pitts is the first guy on the list. Only 3.9 points. Uh, only 10 targets on the year. Three against the Rams. Caught two passes again for 19 yards. I don't think this will last for too long. Kyle Pitts owners, be patient. If you need a tight end, go buy low on Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think Drake London is going to start getting a lot more attention. I think that'll open it up for Kyle Pitts. He started slow a little bit last year. He'll pick it up. I'm not really worried there, but I would like him to obviously do better than four points. Uh, DJ Moore. Uh, I'm on my last leg with him. He only put up, well, he put up 13.3, I believe, but it was only off three catches for 43 yards, had a touchdown, only six targets. That's my biggest concern with DJ Moore. Only six targets from Baker Mayfield. That is a huge problem. It's all about targets, in my opinion, and the amount of touches you get. Now, how many yards you get for PPR, especially DJ Moore needs to have a big game or else I'm going to feel real bad about that pick because that's my number one receiver in my money league, along with Chris Godwin, who's injured right now. That league, I need receivers bad. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And then one that didn't really matter because I was already winning, but Adam Thielen only with 9.7. I just, I know he's a red zone machine. I just want to see it happen. A bad game for the Vikings against the Eagles, obviously, but Adam Thielen's now going to be set back to my fifth receiver. Uh, So I don't see myself playing him anytime soon, but I always saw him as a pretty safe bet for double digit points. You know, he'll get five to six passes for, um, for, for 50, 60 yards, maybe get that touchdown to get up to 15, 16, uh, low floor or low ceiling, but high floor, um, really disappointed Adam Thielen, but hopefully he gets better, but three, no, I can't complain. Um, I think that's going to do it for today, guys. Wanted to make this one a little quick. Uh, we'll be back talking UNC football and women's soccer moving forward and obviously nfl maybe i'll do a giants episode because we're 2-0 and super happy with that and uh yeah we'll see what i think of in the next couple days but thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you next time